Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reed. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am. How's it going, bud? Oh, well, Patrick, let me mm-hmm. tell you real quick. Yeah. It is going fantastic. Boom. Peaches come from a can. They was they put, were there put there by a man yeah. in a factory down. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Can Give you take me higher? You know what uh, I found? Yeah. I found out what? that's called Jarling. What are you talking about? Like the uh, Eddie Vedder. Oh. And the Girl. and the Creed. Yeah. And the Yarling. Sta- Stained. Yeah. I was listening to Ever or uh, uh, what is it? Pearl Jam Tin the other day. Uh-huh. Who yeah. Yeah, you don't even need words. It's just like uh, onomatopoeia. Yeah. Every day. Also, you get to that one song that's like, uh, uh, el- no, 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 that's on Versus, Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town. You're mm-hmm. like, wow, buddy, what are we just naming the songs all day? <laughs> like, maybe let's take a time to play guitar for a while, man. Yeah. Uh, how are you? How's life? Well, I mean, it's fantastic. It's going fantastic. all right. I mean- can you? Ten years, you've been doing stand-up comedy. Sam's yeah. the last year, no stand-up comedy. No stand-up comedy. No, uh-uh. I think, That's... in fact, I think my last book show was a year ago. Yeah, me, you, of, yeah. Kidder Gitter went up to Boston. Yeah, but no, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, very exciting. Think about uh, you got ten years of this different life. I miss yeah. it. I think I'm going cool to smash. cool to do it again sometime. I think when my anniversary comes around, I'm going to smash my brain with a rock. You know, I mean, maybe not. We have, I have time. <laughs> you have, mm-hmm. you started a few months ahead of me, so I have time. I April. would go for a boulder. You mean go to Colorado? Not a good joke. <laughs> uh, buddy, now, what do, what do, uh, what are we talking about today on this podcast that we're doing here? This, this well, we sense. are a we are a film podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're you know? a film podcast and a singing we're f- podcast. We're film buffs. We are. Nobody said mm-hmm. we're not. Uh uh-uh. uh Cinema buffs. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what they call? Yeah, I'm the cinema, and you're the cinepa. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh-huh. funny. Uh, oh, cinephile. That's what they call. That's uh-huh. that's not what they call you. They call you something different, but yeah, cinephile, that's the word. Well, cinephile means you only like movies that are under five years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that joke is over five years old. Over five years old. Uh, just think, turned 10. It, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I haven't thought about that one in a while. That's fun. Uh, that's fun. I think about it all but the yeah, time. We're a fucking cinema podcast. Everybody knows yeah. that. Well high, high cinema, high cinema. Uh-huh. You're high, really? I'm cinema. 
<laughs> We're talking movies of 1990 because I kind of 19... like. Yeah. I like these. Ep- we did one of these episodes earlier. What did we do? Uh, We've done. We did 1994 once and then maybe 1999. Well, 1994 no, we, did. we did the whole year. Yeah. But then we did. I think we did movies of 1999 or 1998. 98. It was when uh, uh, Armageddon came out. I think we did it in uh-huh. quarantine. I think that's how long. I think it was. It was. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw today the on my Facebook memories one year ago today was the Carl episode. Oh yeah, and that We're was like one out of the of last live episodes. That was one of the it was last a great one human too. ones. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, okay, so film, let me pull it up. I got the Wikipedia here. So movies, nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety, not ninety nine, nineteen ninety in film. Now. You originally suggested, what did you suggest you wanted to talk about? Towels or something? Something fucking ridiculous. (laughs) And so you're like, let's do a fun size about walls. And I'm like, I don't know, man. And (laughs) then you suggested 1993, I think. Yeah. But to me, I didn't have a hard, other than Jurassic Park, I don't have a hard connection to 1993. So I thought 1990 might be good because that's around the, because we've decided that I started seeing movies in 89. Yeah. So I thought we just picked good. it too, and I gotta say, 1990 is uh, a pretty strong year. Inter- it's an interesting year, I'd say. It is. Um, uh, I'd say up top, one yeah. theme that I really picked up on, hmm. and I don't know if this is different from other. Can years. Can I say I've- it before? Can I say? It, can I write it down, and then yes. you say what it is? Let me write it down first, and then I'll see okay. if the thing you say is what I think you're gonna say. Okay. The theme of 1990. In In cinema. Yep. Okay, what do you think it is? Okay, I'm going to say sequels. Look what that piece of paper says, buddy. Yeah. And like, we we did an episode on sequels. Could have just been this this fucking episode. Yeah, totally. Now, listen to this. I'm going to go run. Hold on. I want to run down this list. Oh, you got a list? Oh, yeah. Uh, Because what I did. Okay, so just so the listeners know. First off. Sorry, let's backtrack. First off. Do it right. Wikipedia, let me read the 1990 real quick. The year 1990 in film involved many significant events such as Universal Pictures celebrating its 75th anniversary in 1990. That's it. That's all the Wikipedia says. (laughs) So uh, what I did is I went through, I looked at the list of every movie made in 1990 or released in 1990, and I just made notes on on a thing that surprised me. And that's when I started seeing this run. Gremlins 2, Robocop 2, Predator 2, Die Hard 2, Young Guns 2, Child's Play 2. Look who's talking to. Yeah. Then you've also got proper proper three... sequels too. Yeah. Like not even you... like. Yeah. yeah. Not even like, like part but... twos. Yeah, but then also three minute and a little lady, which is a sequel. Mm-hmm. Class of nineteen ninety nine, which is a sequel. I did not know that, and I've seen this movie Me a neither. million times. Didn't Rescuers realize there down was a... under. Didn't realize that. Rescuers down under. There's also another one of those that's a trick. Oh no no! But then there's. Back to the Future 3, The Godfather 3, Exorcist 3, Ernest Goes to Jail, <laughs> and Rocky 5. Yeah. Crazy. Adrian's crazy Revenge. Yeah. And that's just the ones I remember. There was also a Night of the Living Dead sequel that came out. Yeah. And, I loved the yeah. fact that not only were there so many sequels this year, but if you look yeah. at like uh, the action movies, the sure. trio of the... Bi- Three of the biggest 80s action move, like three of the bar none biggest action movies of the previous year. Yeah. I mean, previous decade. They all got 
like a very solid like remake sequel. Yeah, with, RoboCop, uh, Predator. RoboCop, Predator, and Die Hard. Yeah, and that's smart as a studio kick the fucking new decade off right. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, so 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 many movies. Uh, here's some movies that uh, came out th- in 1990 that I have was very blown away either for one reason or another. I'll tell you one. The Handmaid's Tale. Did you huh. know that there was I a Handmaid's Tale movie? Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't realize it either. I wonder, if it, was, par- uh, I wonder if it was produced by uh, George Harrison's film company, uh, Handmade Films. Oh, perhaps. I well, It has a good cast. It has good posters, good reviews. It's like crazy to me that... I mean, I knew the book was a big deal, but it's so weird that like this series now... That it wasn't all the time people like, oh, you know, that was a movie too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that surprised me is that Joe versus the Volcano came out this year. Because in my head, that movie came out like in 1982 or whatever. Really like, thought that movie would have blown up more. Oh, for sure. I felt like that was a much older... I thought that movie was older, like way closer to like Splash. I didn't realize it was in the 90s. That movie came out closer to Forrest Gump than it did well, to pl- Splash. To be fair, like... The 1990 is still the 80s. I agree, but it, it's like, not 1986. Culturally, not like that one uh, math guy that tries to get oh, you yeah. with It actually uh, starts in 91. Yeah. But um, fuck that guy. You know, he he's the Frankenstein monster guy of math class. Yeah. Was there any movies? Did you did you go through the list, and was there any movies that you were surprised to see for whatever reason that came out in 1990? If you don't have um, the list open, don't close. Don't don't use your computer. I got the list every, right here, man. No, every time you use your computer, it makes your audio jump, and then I have to fix the audio in post. So don't okay, use your I'm laptop. Okay, I'm not doing it. Thank you. I have them here. I'm just curious if there's any of these movies that you already pre-did. Um, have you ever seen a movie called Avalon? No. It is star uh, Barry Levinson, who's a good director. Starring a bunch of people, Aiden Quinn's in it, Elizabeth Perkins, Elijah Wood is a little kid. Um, has a lot of Oscar stuff. Uh, in the late 1940s and early 1950s, as uh, and much has happened since the family of a Polish Jewish immigrant family. I've never heard of it, and it's got Oscar nominations do, and all that kind of stuff. I did enjoy the fact that Quibby Quig mm-hmm. Quigley goes under. Yeah, no Quibby. 19- no Quibby Quibby went under. Came out last year. <laughs> Really? Quibi went under. No, Quibi goes under. You're thinking it quickly goes down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about then. Quigley go Quigley down under. Mm-hmm. Is a movie with Tom Zillick. Okay. Came out like in 1990. Mhm. What about Tom Skerritt? Tom Skerritt. Oh, that that came Tom out Zillick, the same. Tom Zillick, not Tom Skerritt. Oh yeah. Maybe Tom Skerritt's also in it. I don't know. <laughs> There's a part in Quigley Down Under where he's trying to show off how good of a shot he is with his guns. Mm-hmm. And so the the asshole guy's like, how about, there's a bucket way out there. How about you hit that bucket with your gun? And he, it's way out in the field and Quigley looks at it and goes, I don't know, maybe we could bring it a little closer. And so the guy rides his horse out to grab it. And then right before he grabs it to bring it closer, he shoots it with the gun and it makes the bucket fly up in the air and come closer. Pretty good. <laughs> my grandma loved it my grandma Ann used to call always refer to him as Quigley like not Magnum when you see Tom Selleck on TV it's not Magnum it's Quigley P.I. 
Quigley PI. Uh, yeah, sure. So what else? What else you got thoughts on this stuff? Uh, I, I was surprised. Uh, I can remember I've seen a decent amount of these movies in the theater. Yeah. From, from I... 1990. So it's a pretty big uh, going to the movie year, I guess, for me. Well, I remember seeing Gremlins 2 in the theater. That was with you maybe a year and a half ago. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, there's only but... two, only one movie on this list that I remember seeing in the theater, and that was Dick Tracy. I know for a fact oh, I yeah? saw Dick Tracy in the theater. Yeah, I don't, I'm sure that it's possible I saw others, but that's the only one that I specifically remember being in the theater and seeing. Well, I, I saw the biggest movie of the year. Teenage the Mutant theater. Ninja Turtles. That's right. I did not and, see it in the and theater. And I saw the highest grossing movie of the year. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure I saw Home Alone in the theater. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of movies. Have you ever seen Class of 1999? Yes. Man, that movie rules. It's on YouTube for <laughs> it's free. It's like the lowest uh, grossing movie that I added to my uh, little list to comment yeah. on. Yeah, it's... I don't remember much about it other than the fact it's. Uh, I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah, it's the faculty with robots. Yes. There's a cupboard full of WD-40. Yeah, and, and a <laughs> fucked up locker, and, and the teachers <laughs> go, and their faces are robots. Yeah. Uh, they make the one kid OD. And Overdose. 1999 seemed so far in the future when yeah. I watched my, it. My sister and I, it was like that and Princess Bride. My sister and I used to watch those two movies all the time. And yeah, it's free on YouTube, and I think I might have my like message my sister and be like, do you want to do like a watch party on YouTube or something? What call it like Skype and watch it or something? Because uh, I I watched the first ten minutes today and I'm like I remember all of this. Like this all makes sense, you know? Yeah, it's all uh, coming back to me now. And it's a that's the thing I didn't know is it's a sequel to a movie called Class of 1984. Oh yeah, like, that's crazy. Like the same story, just fucking it's five so years before. So Orwellian. It is, brother. Uh, but yeah, so those are pretty good. Now, what? Uh, there's some other movies that came out in 1990 that I was kind of surprised by, uh, or movies that I think are worth noting. Uh, mm-hmm. Days of Thunder, boy. Yeah, I saw that no, in the theater. I'll tell you this: no movie did more for Mellow Yellow than that movie. <laughs> I my my mom I was could buying go for a Mellow Yellow Zero uh, right now. One. Oh, I didn't even know they made Zero. Of how progressive! Oh, it's fire. Been. I, my mom was buying a car at the time that, that this came out. No, it was probably the Topaz. It was either the Kirk, the Cougar or the Topaz. Um, but she was buying a car and I remember that at Hardee's, so like mm-hmm. all the TV commercials were Days of Thunder. Hardee's yeah. had toys that were Days of Thunder, like their cups were themed. And then the dealership that we bought it from it had like a cardboard cutout of Days of Thunder. And I just remember being like, Days of Thunder is the biggest fucking thing on earth. Well, it makes sense. It's like, okay, we got Tom Cruise. Yeah. And he's going fast. I think we can't, all- we can't get Tom Cruise in a plane. Let's get Tom Cruise in a race car. He still has a need for thunder. You know what the weirdest thing about that is? He John C. Riley is in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, he plays uh, Buck. Do you remember his name? Do you remember Tom Cruise's name? No, I can barely remember that movie. It's Cole Trickle. I I don't think I've seen it since the theater. I call me crazy. I think it's good. I rewatched it. I mean, since Stacy's lived in New York, I rewatched it and enjoyed it. 
a very solid NES game. Between, oh, I can see that. Between that and Gremlins 2, those would be the best uh, video games based on a movie from 1990, I would say. You don't like the Batman game that's impossible? Uh, not a game from 1990. Not a movie from oh, 1990. I Batman. see what you're saying. I know what yeah, you're yeah. saying. I get it. Um, Other, I mean, the Pretty Woman game was pretty hard, too. Yeah, I could have yeah, beat yeah. the first level. No, I kept getting my fucking know, fingers when snapped. When I was out whoring. They kept snapping that box on my finger. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, there's a movie that... Um, there's some fun movies that came out this year that like nobody fucking talks about, like Spaced Invaders, which I found on Amazon over sometime at quarantine and watched it. Remember Spaced Invaders? That... Yeah, that movie's like stoner got a couple aliens. of movies. Yeah, I was so psyched to see that. And then there was another movie that came out this year that I was psyched to see as a kid uh, yeah. that kind of bombed out. Um, I actually saw for the – it was the trailer for it was uh, attached to the Jungle Book re-release. Which uh, came out in 1990. Uh-huh. But, What's that? Uh, Problem child. Yes. Now, I was shocked as shit because listeners know I confuse child's play and problem child. So I was blown away to see that they both came out the same year, the sequel and the other one. But no, uh, child's play two comes out in 1990 and problem child one comes out in 1990. But in my head, yeah. I was like, what? Child, they uh, released the sequel child, before the first one? I was kind of surprised how much money... Uh, problem Child made, which yeah. uh, explains why they had Problem Child two in nineteen ninety one, and then like the animated series right after that, they were like, God. "We gotta get all this Problem Child money we can." I'm I want to look it up while we're sitting here before we go into now. You brought up the box office. I got the box office mojo open. Before we go into that though, I want to look up the kid from Problem Child and see what the fuck he's up to now. You think he's first? He probably off, think, became a great. Do you think he's still alive? Yes, I think he's doing great. He's probably like a lawyer or something. Uh, um, he's definitely doing better than John Ritter. Oh, golly, yeah. Uh, but you know who he's not doing better than that's in this movie? Amy Esbeck. Uh, hmm. That's how they met. Can't do much better than Amy Esbeck. Well, that's fun, because they met in this movie, Amy Esbeck and John Ritter, and then in uh, Days of Thunder, Ke- uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise met. Look at that. Lovers everywhere. Hmm. John um, Ritter had a okay early 90s uh, comedy movie run between uh, that and Stay Tuned. Yeah, I don't think John Ritter's career ever faltered. I think he was always making and doing quality cool shit. Um, uh, you know, prob- up, right up pretty much. The- I mean, he's a uh, very likable guy, so that uh, checks out. His, okay, so Michael Oliver's last, the, the character that, from Problem Child, his name is Michael Oliver, his last television mm-hmm. credit is from 1995, and it was on the TV show Platypus Man, which I brought up on Monday's <laughs> episode with uh, Genevieve. It's just one of those 90s TV shows yeah. I remember. I think it was Richard Ginny. I think Richard Ginny was the star of Platypus Man. I wonder how it didn't go. <laughs> uh, okay, Michael Oliver... Yeah, he stopped in 1995. Is that him? Oh, Went to oh, boy. Is that him? Yeah, he did him. Oh, that's great. First off, he looks great. Uh, and Good. He, I he, told you. And in 20... Well, this photo from 2015, he looks great in it. And he... Uh, um, 
did Gilbert Godfrey's podcast, the colossal, what is it called? Gilbert Godfrey's ah, Amazing Colossal Gilbert Podcast. Gilbert was the uh, guy running the orphanage. Yeah. In Child's Play. Yeah. And then and so I believe he winds up in, they find out a way to get him into the sequel, Child's Play 2. Uh, and I think he owns like a business. He like. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> Wait, are you doing yeah. a bit? I missed But I haven't it. seen. No, no. I'm trying to use my expansive now, memory to uh, sure. talk about your Child's expan- Play. Your expansive or, memory. Problem child. We're too stupid to live. Before we started recording, we're like, yeah, we're like good podcasts. We're like those guys from Australia. And now we're like, <laughs> we can't even get a movie straight. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, oh, weird. There's a weird photo. To, to be fair, the kid is pretty much like if uh, Chucky got yeah, it was real. Pinocchio'd. Oh, yeah, man. Chucky got Pinocchio'd. He would be problem child. That's a tweet. Now, Everybody knows it. I I have a okay. So now that's interesting. Uh, let's see. I made a couple of what are some other random ass movies that came out this year? Um, we know some really good ones. Also, Trevor's isn't it weird? Both problem child. Sorry, problem child and his sister. Problem child two are pretty much direct mock ups of my buddy and kid sister dolls. Very true. I uh, problem. Ch- you know what? Chucky is very similar to my butt. Uh, if you Google that guy, the problem child kid, there's a photo from like a probably from like a Comic Con of him and the girl that plays his sister in the second one. But it's like them uh-huh. doing the same pose, but they're both in their 30s, and it's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad that they're well adjusted and able yeah. to go make some con money. Totally, you know? I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat, yeah. buddy. Oh, I would to love con. to be a well-adjusted former actor that just if gets only... to go go con every. Do you think there's? Do you think there's a podcast when the world comes back? Everybody mm-hmm. has their vaccine. Do you think there's a podcast con somewhere directly between Michigan and Ohio that we could go do so that all of our fans could come? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Really fun. We'll have a table uh-huh. and like uh you know uh we'll just rent it for twenty five minutes. I don't think we need the whole day. <laughs> we can call it the Wrath of Khan. Wow. <laughs> uh okay, so <laughs> you're so high. He's smoking pot right now. Um other great movies that came out, Tremors, that came out. Uh what was there? So that's kind of an underground hit. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Edward Scissored Hands, Jacob's Ladder. Edgy, edgy movie. Edgy movie, uh, dances. Jacob's Ladder, kind of a lofty plot. Hard, kind of yeah. scary. Real Tim climb. Robbins really climbed. <laughs> there uh, dances with the Wolves. Stephen King's Coster It. Butt. Did you watch Dances with Wolves in school? I watched it on television, probably like ninety two, ninety three. It was like mm-hmm. a big like ABC was gonna ran it in like two different nights. Yeah, or like it was like a, they ran it like it was a mini series, like in two different parts. There's just something wholesome and likable about 90s Costner. He's like uh, 90s Gibson without all the crazy anti-Semitism. He used to be, I know, I'm sure I've said this, he used to go to the College World Series games, and I sat yeah. near him once, and I thought that was crazy. I, uh, yeah. Kev, now, Kevin Costner's 90s career is good soothing. You Do you know? know this movie? I have a movie on my list that I made called Blaze Foley. Is that a 1990s movie? <laughs> That's a fun joke for the two of us. 
I... Uh, no, uh, the Blaze movies from like 2017. Oh, there's Blaze, Blaze 2, Blaze Trinity. <laughs> uh, oh, also I'm seeing right now that uh, another 48 Hours came out this year. So that's another one of those sequels. Another sequel. Yeah, add that's it, nuts. Add it to the list. I just did. I just wrote it in. Uh, yeah, yeah, so oh, many movies. Hell. Oh, the, that's a good one. The Rookie. Now, Christian Slater had two movies this year, Pump of the Volume and The Rookie, which I think are both great. Have you seen The Rookie? Uh, oh, yeah, no, but not in a never while. Mind. Pump up the vault. The that's rookie. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, You're thinking it's of not cuffs. The, I'm thinking of cuffs. Cuffs kicks ass. Rookie, not good. And <laughs> I can't please remember you got the cuffs and rookie mixed up. That's yeah. a rookie mistake. It is. And keep in mind, all cops are bastards. <laughs> Would it be funny Except if for some, Robocop. Co- some cops in his car right now loving our show? You know, fucking feeding his face, and then he's like, oh. Well, Robocop's a good cop. Well, yeah, Robocop, he's a but dead cop. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's the only good cop. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's also movies that I've heard that I've never actually seen. Bonfire of the Vanities. Like, okay, I don't need to see Hanks. that, but it came out. That was like I know. I just know that as being like a huge bomb. Uh, yeah, it had a pretty big cast for its time. Or like Bonfire of the Vanities. That's um, right. A it's good one of those that- novels. That was yeah. like uh, one of the, you know, in like English class, yeah, or those, you just have to like read a book, yeah, you know, yeah, school. <laughs> you talking about school? Yeah, where they just want you to do like free read, yeah, you know, and if you didn't have a book, you'd have to go get like the loner books. Uh, Bonfire of the Vanities is one of those loner books I grabbed for a day, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is trash. Put it back. Yeah. More like a shit fire in the fanities. Uh, more like I'm not a fan of these books. Bong fire. Uh, there's a movie that came out too that I think is an underrated movie that I feel like I, in the early 90s, I feel like this was a popular movie to reference and maybe in the mid 90s, and then it disappeared, and that's called Betsy's Wedding. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. I, I remember Peggy Sue. No. She got married. Alan, Alan Alda directed it. It's got... Uh, Madeline Kahn, Catherine O'Hare, Joe Pesci, Ali Sheedy, Molly Ringwald, and it's just, it's like a Father of the Bride, but not Father of the Bride. It's a different movie. But Alan Alda directed it, and I think it's really good, and it's just like you never hear about it anymore. Nobody ever talks mm-hmm. about it. See, I, um, I do like uh, noticing that there was a good run of uh, horror movies, or like sure. like broad horror movies, like that everybody could go see, like that you know as an adult or whatever like edward scissorhands arachnophobia misery and flatliners were all like cool like scary movies but i was able to watch them younger you know also i found two more sequels uh delta force 2 the columbian connection and leatherface texas chainsaw massacre 3 both came out 1990 oh yeah what a fun one uh there's also some movies that I have never seen, but I've always heard good things about. Did you say Miller's Young Cro- Guns too? Oh yeah, we mentioned that one. Great, because uh, th- I'd soundtrack. fight for your honor. I'd fight for your honor. Uh, there's a movie called. No. Is that not it? Blaze of Glory. It's Blaze, Blaze of, Glory. of Glory, and uh, I'm a cowboy. On a Blaze of Glory was the one best original song at the Golden Globes that year. 
So I uh, okay. So we're in. We've got okay. So I feel like we've done enough of the bullshit. Let's jump into the domestic box office. Then we'll go to the Oscars. Then we'll go to Facebook, and then we'll be done. Okay. All right. So the number we'll go go with the number ten. Okay. No. The number, sorry to sorry oh, to Jesus. sidetrack here. Fuck. Uh, you can edit around it. It's easy. I'm not um, gonna do that. It's the worst. <laughs> Make what you uh, say count because it goes out. Do you have the 90 Oscars pulled up or the 91 Oscars? I have the Oscars that aired in early 1991 that references okay. the movies. It is the goddamn 63rd Annual Academy Awards. I got a good feeling about Dances with Wolves. Also, Pretty uh, Woman Jesus. had a Also, you're throwing an also soundtrack. in? Which one? Yeah. Pretty Woman, good soundtrack. Never saw it, never heard the soundtrack once. The only thing I know about Pretty Woman, other than the thing where he snaps the box in her fucking face, is uh-huh. that the girl from Just Shoot Me is in it. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's all I know. And, uh, okay. and the guy from Seinfeld. Jason Alexander? Uh-huh. George? I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Okay, so we're going to start with the number 11th. We're going to say start with number 11. The number 11th top grossing box office movie of the year, 1990, made $87 million, Back to the Future Part 3. Very good. Yeah. ZZ Top. have been higher. Yeah, me too. That's why I went to 11, because I was like, well, I want to include Back to the Future. That uh, Back to the Future, I appreciate, because they did the quick sequels, where they yeah. did... They, Made them Shot both them at once. Yeah, like uh, your Lord of the Rings. Also, surprising, because it's $87 million. I guess with this list, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But yeah, $87 million. Opening weekend, $19 million, which is pretty good. Um, It came out in May. You'd think it would have been. It came out on the Star Wars Day, my brother's birthday, May 25th. May the nice. 25th be with you. Um, Okay, then number 10, $91 million, Kindergarten Cop. I think I saw Kindergarten Cop. No, we rented it. That's the one we yeah, rented. Yeah, we rented it. Oh, that's the one that when my grandpa died, and I thought it was my fault. I forgot about yeah, that. I can remember, you know, sitting around oh, with the fam, no. watching watching it in the living room, and man, uh, people want to talk about fucking Shadow coming yeah. over the hill at the you, end of the home. You want to talk about that. You bring it up all the time. You could, you could pull 1,000 people... If I say Shadow no. coming up over the hill, none of them are going to know what the fuck you're talking about. Everybody talks about Shadow coming over the hill, but yeah. nothing got me crying like seeing Mr. Kimball yeah. come walking out of with uh, that cast on, and the kids were all like, it's Mr. Kimball. I thought well, he you was know, dead. If that Him made and you, the ferret. If that made you cry, you shouldn't go to Broadway shows, because at the end, all the cast come on, and they just... Take a bow. Now, listeners, I'll sum up real quick because I maybe I've told this story on the show before, but I forgot about this because I don't do stand-up no more, so I don't think of my life as bits anymore. But uh, Kindergarten Cop came out. I rented it on VHS with my family. I fell asleep watching it in the living room. I went to bed. My grandfather died in the night. The next morning, my mom told me, and I thought it was because I fell asleep without saying my prayers. Also, and then I thought I killed my grandpa for five years. Reem's going to cut in with something? What? For all of the Arnold video games that they made back in the day, not yeah. a kindergarten cop game. Should have been no. a kindergarten cop game, you know? Go yeah. around, stop kids from eating other kids' lunches, you know? Yeah. 
find out go, uh, you walk who, up who to their daddy press, is and what he did? You walk up to people, press B, and it says, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. <laughs> uh, number nine, Dick Tracy. I saw in the theater. Hell yeah. Rewatched it recently. I don't like it. <laughs> it, it, it. It's good visually, though. They tried something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, don't think it, it works, but I think it's... I bet you we wouldn't have got other stuff without it. We wouldn't have gotten Dick Tracy without Batman. That was yeah. uh, that was like the next summer. Uh, yeah. Dick Tracy had all of the merchandise. Oh, yeah. Man. I had the watch. Yeah. Pretty good action figures. Yeah. Too. Like, I can just remember they pushed Dick Tracy hard. I mean, Madonna. Yeah. Madonna won the yeah. Oscar. That song that she put in that movie won an Oscar. Um. Okay, so next after Dick Tracy, uh, oh, Dick Tracy made 103 million, uh, making 117 million. And number eight is Die Hard Two, HBO movie. Never na, saw na, it. Still. Na, 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 na. Number seven, 119 million total. Recall now was that a VA uh, uh, good video game? Uh, I don't think so. But what uh, happened they did with Schwarzenegger? Why didn't he make any video games that year? He no, he made a vi- there's a Total Recall video game. Oh, okay. It's just not good. Oh, okay. Because most of um, most of your movie games are not good. How, I saw uh, the, Total Recall. My brother got it for Christmas on oh, VHS. Shit. So what? I was nine watching Total Recall. Yeah. Love when the lady takes her face off. Yeah. Have you seen That's the a, uh, the 2012 movie Total Recall? Uh, I don't. It's like recall. a fucking ripoff. It's like the same goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we both got our good little That's joke fun. in there. That's fun. Uh, okay, so what's next? I lost my page. Here we go. Uh, oh, with $122 million at the box office, it was The Hunt for Red October. You're using That's the internet, sequel, right? You're using the internet again, aren't you? Yes. I asked you not to. You oh, can't tell. God. It's, it's just in the background. Yeah, but then it's because it's running, then your recording goes, oh, we're going to stop and start and stop and start. And then I have to take the Zoom recording, which I'm not even doing. So I'm going to have to unrelated. eyeball it. We're switching to Squadcast. I'm making an editorial decision. We're switching to Squadcast. Squadcast <laughs> starting on, we this week. We can't fight the listeners. Not either. right now. We're not switching right now. But the next episode you hear is Squadcast, where the computer does all the mixing and audio stuff. The um, hunt for Red October. You seen it? Uh, played the video game. I know Sean Connery plays a Russian, right? Yeah, and Alec Baldwin plays uh, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Is it the first Jack Ryan movie, or do we got another sequel oh. on our hands? No, I think it's a sequel, yeah. I feel like there's no, I think, Harrison... I think this I thought, predates Harrison Ford. Let's see. I'll pull it up. Jack Ryan movies, uh, film series. Let's see. We'll go through them. Oh, that'd be, mm-hmm. a, that'd be like the worst fun size if we're like, all of a sudden we're... All cops are bastards. We love them now. Yeah. Oh, yep. First one, Hunt for Red October, Alec Baldwin. Then we got Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, both with Harrison Ford. Patriot Games. Those are Super Bowls. <laughs> uh, the Sum of All Fears, Ben Affleck, which I saw in the theater. And then The Shadow Recruit with Chris Pine. And then, of course, now it's uh, Jim from The Office. Let's get to the number five movie. Dun, 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 dun. Number five, uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles, fantastic, 135 million dollars, uh-huh. highest grossing I... indie film of all time. Uh, no, I think Last Crusade made more. No, what? <laughs> okay, buddy, 
You gotta you gotta tone that pot down. Indie film. Yeah, I know. Hoosiers. <laughs> Number four, your favorite <laughs> movie of all time, Pretty Woman, made one hundred seventy-eight million. That was my mom's my mom's favorite Hello. movie of nineteen ninety-one. God, she's like, I don't care what he shoves up his ass, give him to me. A lot of mom movies this year. Yeah, Dances with Wolves. Mom movie, Great. you get to see Costner's butt. Yeah. Tatanka. I see, why, why can't we see his co- his hog? I want to see his Tatanka, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Petition, White House petition to see Kevin Costner's tick. I'm pretty sure there's an extended scene, no pun intended, in, uh-huh. draft, in draft day when you get to see his hog. He's in the shower. It's exactly like the scene in Kevin Costner where it's the same scene. Kevin, he showers Kevin, with the players. Kevin Bacon is is being a stunt cock for Kevin Costner. Uh, number three, oh, that would be so funny if he did shower with the players and nobody talks about it. Uh, hey, he's a general manager. What are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, like you're like like Siskel and Ebert are like, yeah, draft day, pretty good movie. Uh, honestly, the weirdest part was when he was just showering with all the players, and that was forty minutes of the movie. Yeah, uh, and then Ebert's like, also, did you notice his hog looks exactly like Kevin Bacon's hog? <laughs> okay, number three, oh my God. Speaking of Ebert, real quick, there's a great video from the, I think it's the BET Awards or the Soul Awards mm-hmm. from like 15 years ago. Steve Harvey is headlining it, and he's like hosting, and he's in the audience, and he's talking, they're playing a game where they play like an R&B soul song. And it's like, name that tune. And he picks like famous black celebrities. And then he goes, Roger Ebert. And Roger Ebert stands up. He's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm with my partner. And he's with his wife, who's a black woman. And the room goes nuts to find out that Roger Ebert's married to a black woman. And then they play a song. And he's like, oh, I know that one. And the song stops after a second. And he leans down. And his wife whispers it to him. And he says it and gets it right. And... The, the crowd goes crazy. It's so good. Nice. Uh, okay, number three, we got our good old Tonka Tatanka Dance with Wolves, 184 million. Mm-hmm. Ghost, number two, mm-hmm. starring Patrick saw, Swayze. I saw that in the theater. I remember that. Yeah. Demi my mom Moore. took the whole crew. <laughs> my, uh, one time my mom came to the room when I was playing, and she's like, hey, Demi Moore? And I said, no, Dim He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar. Yeah, she did Hoopie. She's a Egon. supporting actress. Yeah, uh, she's also, got a, all of them. Musicals not bad. I listened to that that other I weekend love, when I was really into musicals. I love Hoopie Goldberg. I love her so much. Uh, number one, Home Alone, two hundred eighty-five million dollars. So alone that's at the top. Just John to talk Candy a, vehicle. How big of a movie Home Alone is? That Home Alone made one hundred million dollars more. Than the number three movie that year, yeah, that's crazy. It wow, wow, was, wow, wow. Yeah, especially in in and, those days. And they like, came out a week apart. The difference uh, in a hundred million now would ha- would probably be at least double. Wow, this is interesting. I don't under- fucking understand why. Maybe they did a soft. Dances with Wolves was released in fourteen theaters. Like, whereas mo- all these other movies were at least 1,000 or 2,000, Dances with Wolves was only released in 14 theaters. 
Hmm. And it was produced by Orion, who produced RoboCop. That's interesting. Um, okay, so that's that. Now, quickly, I'll no, go through I, I the thought, Oscars. Uh, I thought OCP produced RoboCop. Uh, you know me. Quickly, I'm going to run through the Oscars. I don't want to take make this take long, but I yeah, yeah, the Oscars it. suck anyways. I skip them every year. Hosted by Billy Crystal, probably doing some racist blackface. Uh, best picture, Dancing with Wolves. Best director, Kevin Costner, Dances with the Wolves. Best actor, Jeremy Irons, Reversal of Fortune, where he plays Klaus von Bülow. I always thought uh, his performances were a little flat. I always thought they were a little scarred. <laughs> best actress, Kathy Bates, Misery. Uh, best supporting actor, Joe Pesci, Goodfellas. Oh, we didn't even talk about Goodfellas. Uh... Wow, yeah. where w- I wonder where Goodfellas was. Oh, I closed that. I it's like in it the twenties, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, best supporting actress. Oh, we talked about a Hoopai Goldberg. Best screenplay, Ghost. Best screenplay based on something else, Dancer with the Wolves. Um, that's about it for all those. Uh, where's the animated series? Best. Uh, mm, they did, kill the uh-huh. wolf. Did they not do best animated back then? They did best no. animated short. I don't think they started doing best animated film until like the 2000s. I think Weird. I'm going to say Shrek was the first uh, best Maybe. animated film. Maybe. Um, this is interesting, though. There's a best animated short film category, and there's a guy named Nick Park who has two nominees in it. He won, well, yeah, and then he short. also lost. So he won and he lost. That's exciting. Um Wow, what a good one. And then Godfather Part 3, nominated for Best Cinematography, but didn't win anything, I don't think. Um, so that's that. Do you want to go... Okay, well, do you want to do our top six or go to Facebook? Facebook? Yeah, let's hit up the uh, Nostalgic Front's AOL chat room. Cool. Now, what you said was, hey, we're talking movies of the 90s. What's your favorite? Let us know. 1990, you're right. Number one, Brian McGinnis said TMNT and My Blue Heaven... Steve Martin's finest work. Now, Brian, I 100% disagree. I think My Blue Heaven sucks shit, and I think Steve Martin is bad in it. Whoa. I'm sorry. You could have just also, let it. <laughs> I know. I could have just said, cool, and moved on. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, this is not a yum-yucking podcast here. You're this not gonna, is a yuck-yucking podcast. I might have to edit around that, because Rosenberger also said My Blue Heaven, Misery, and Hunt for Red October. Guys, it's a bad movie. Maybe you liked it when you was a kid, but I rewatched it recently. It's bad. The NES game for it's pretty fun, though. <laughs> My Blue Heaven. Yeah, uh, you're just Rick Moranis going around to steal cars. shooting the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg right. Orm says, Joe versus the Volcano is a national treasure. Uh, I got to rewatch it because, like I said, I thought it was way I, earlier, but I, I don't yeah, remember. Also, I didn't know that they steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Mont Van Dracula, who uh, of these uh, Christian pogs I have in my hand, said, Total Recall, the chick with the three boobs. Oh, yeah. I always forget about her. Uh, yeah. Look who's talking now. Very good. Tremors. Very good. And TMNT. Very good. Very good. I think um, for the yeah. time in my life, yeah, Total Recall might have been the most visually stunning like movie of, like, there's so many, like, Things that just stand out visually mm-hmm. that just stick with you from the Johnny cab to yeah. the lady taking her head off. Uh, a lot of the mutants, including the three boobed one, uh, just like the, oh, the faces on Mars. Yeah. When they're getting oh, their yeah. faces sucked off. 
from Can the I tell atmosphere. you? I've only seen Total Recall one time, and I remember it specifically. It was Halloween 1990. There was an ice storm, which Halloween was canceled that year because there was an ice storm. We were at my cousin's house, and they had rented it, and it, and we watched it, and it's like that's my whole. I all I remember sitting on the couch and having to cover my eyes a few times because I was told to. Um, mm-hmm. And I've never seen it well, since. I've never reseen it. It's definitely worth a rewatch. Yeah, I think I will uh, before you uh, shed your mortal coil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Ed Souter said yeah. so much to say. When I heard and then saw that there was a ghost in the background of Three Men and a Baby, I was scared and believed that every time. Uh, there was down in my house. It was made by ghosts. I saw Days of Thunder in the theater with my dad, his buddy, and his buddy's kid. The other kid and I were around five or six, but it was 1990, so who cares about inappropriate content? Good movie. Uh, what's the tagline? There's some really fun tagline in Days of Thunder. I can't think of what it is. Uh, oh, probably Mellow Yellow Rocks. Maybe it's that. Uh, and finally, <laughs> I, Robot I'll take Jocks. a Mellow Yellow on the rocks. Robot Jocks was one of my favorite movies for a few years because the, what kid doesn't like Guys commanding giant robots and fighting Power Ranger style. I watched the movie again a few years ago, yeah. and it does not hold up. I've never even heard of Robot Jocks. It, it's really hard to find. They're, it reminds me of that. Uh, yeah, it's bad. I, I want to say it like I want to say it like that song by MC Chris, Robot Dog, Robot Jocks. I got Katina's on my penis. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. And then um, Brian Arginello, our Illinois correspondent, said Night of the Living Dead. The Savini remake, TMNT, Kindergarten Cop, Tremors, Darkman, first reference, we forgot to mention it, one of the yeah. best, Sam Raimi, uh, led the way to the MCU directly through, uh, <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then Souter replying to Brian, because you know we put people together, uh, I had no idea 1990 had so many awesome movies until this post, what a year, well get ready for a great podcast boys. Uh, and then uh, new in effort, Jareb Foskett uh, said House Party. Did we mention Hell House yeah. Party? Is that uh, on the no, list? House Party is great, though. Yeah, House Party fucking rules. Um, Robin Young oh, as yeah. the dad is fucking fun. I mean, yeah, oh, Robin Ro- Young. Yeah, oh, duh, Robin Young. I was thinking of Robin Givens, and I'm like, yeah, oh, daddy loves Baby's kids. <laughs> Baby's kids, you're right. Um, yeah. yeah, he was hilarious. Boy. I haven't seen Fun. House Party in years. It's got like a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, too, so that's always Wouldn't fun Wouldn't it be weird around. if instead of Keenan and Kel, if Kid and Play had zigged and zagged, where like Kid is like still a star on <laughs> S- on Saturday Night Live and Play right. is like doing commercials? Uh-huh. Um, God damn, that's a good one. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for that, guys. Um, and now uh, we'll do our top sixes. How does that sound? That sounds great. Now, All right. Uh, yeah. What should we do? Should we count them off? One, two, three? Or do you yeah, have we'll too take... many ties and honorable uh, mentions? Yeah, let's do one, two, three. That works. I think people like that. Um, I don't have any honorable mentions because nice. we talked about so many. And basically a lot, any of the ones I reference mm-hmm. by name, we'll consider an honorable mention. Um, I mean, of course, other than my okay. blue heaven, which sucks. Uh, let's see. Okay, number six. Ready? Yes. One, two, one, three. Oh, two, my God. Three. Oh it's a tie God. between RoboCop. What? What is happening? What? I'm going to count, and then you're also going to count, and then what? Okay, yeah, it's a good point. We won't. I won't do that. Okay, you go <laughs> you, ahead and count. You count us off. You go one, two, three, one, two, three, and then we'll say it, okay? Sorry, this is the first time we've done it like this, okay? Here we I go. think we've done it several times over <laughs> this. 
You just have so much pot cloud in your brain. Okay. One, two, three. Home Alone. RoboCop 2, Die Hard 2, Predator 2. Okay, that's a good one. Look at this. We're we're, sw- we're swapping. I don't have a single uh, uh, tie on my list. Oh, I uh, did. It's like my closet. No, no ties. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it in a drawer. Uh, right, let's do number, uh, number five. Yeah, here we go. Three, two, one. Home Alone. Dark Man. Oh, yeah? That. That's pretty good. I don't yeah, think I've Dark seen Man Dark rules. Man. Buddy, all three of them are great. It's so good, and it's like it's it's so good. It's like man with or it's a uh, invisible man type thing. Yeah, it, I don't know if it was based on comics or not, but it's so good, buddy. Sam Raimi, you can see how he went from like Evil Dead to uh, Spider Man. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Liam Neeson even. Maybe Sam Sam Raimi. Uh, he works a lot with his brother, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Do Raimi. <laughs> Uh, it's Liam Neeson way back before Liam Neeson was like an action star where it was like yeah. silly that he was in this movie. Yeah. All he, um, well, he was a Cyclops and Kroll. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, number four, go ahead. Count, count us off. Okay. Three, two, one. Back to back the future. Back to the three. future part three. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I love Which- it. I think it's great. Gets uh gets a little shit on throughout the uh as far as the trilogy goes, but I like it just as much as two. I I think I I mean I could make the argument that two is a better film or whatever, but I'll rewatch three before I rewatch two. I I, think, I just think it's got the funniest scene in the entire trilogy. I don't know why, but uh, when Mad Dog Tannen's giving him the count to come out, mm-hmm. and he has to look over at his buddy to get. Uh, and his buddy yeah. holds up three, and he's like three. Oh, that's uh-huh. ironic. The also, part you, the part you find funniest is a person is uh, a guy having a hard time doing count offs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, also, one of the one of the cowboys uh, in the saloon during that big showdown uh, yeah. does uh, the voice for the dog from the Disney Robin Hood movie. Oh yeah, is it mm-hmm. the harsh harsh nurse yeah. that guy? If you don't go out there, they're going to call Clint Eastwood the biggest yellow belly that ever walked the west. I ain't there cheating that chicken shit, Clint Eastwood. Uh, so there's yeah. that. Back to the Future Part 3. Okay, number three. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Teenage Pump Mutant up the Ninja Turtles. Oh. Pump up the volume. <laughs> Christian Slater was the epitome of cool in my book. The other day I wanted, the other day I was going to tweet, put Christian Slater in a Marvel movie, you fucking cowards. Yes. And so I Googled it first to make sure that he hasn't like done anything that I didn't know about. He's pretty bald now, right? Kind of, but he, uh, uh, I mean, I'm not one to throw fucking stones here. His, he was never, he's never done domestic abuse but he had domestic abuse done to him. His ex-wife like beat the shit out of him at a restaurant in Vegas one time. Oh, like I, I think maybe even stabbed him. This I might be wrong, but it's all on his Wikipedia. I think a Christian Slater film marathon would be a lot more fun than most people's. Yeah, like 
you could pick four Christian Slater movies, make a night out of like gleaming like you're gonna have Gleaming the Cube, which is gonna be like a corny rewatch. I haven't seen it since it came out, but I bet you that movie is entertaining as shit. It's sad too. It's also like emotional. It has emotions, but not in a corny way. Like his brother, his 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 adopted brother. I mean, Heather's um, is iconic at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could throw your Robin Hood in there if you want. I wouldn't. But nah, he, uh, he's more of a supporter there. Per, uh, pump up the volume. Uh, Fern Gully, you could throw that in there. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's one of like very when I was bad a kid, things. Very bad things. If you would have asked me when I was seven who my favorite actor is, I would have said Christian Slater. Yeah. Plus, and I think pump, pump up the volume is my favorite movie of his, and it I love it. It introduced me to so I, much music. I would go so far as to say that. Christian Slater had all the coolness of both Corys combined yeah. with some despair. Yeah, without the corniness. He didn't have he yeah. wasn't corny. The only knock on him was that he was like there was a lot of like he's a Jack Nicholson wannabe or ripoff. But when you're fucking six years old and you don't know who the fuck Jack Nicholson is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Like I really fuck. I I I really like him. Um great cool. hair. Remember? Great, Great voice. He wound up doing a lot of narrating for like he does, History and he, Channel he does, and shit. And he does a lot of like, uh, I think he does a lot of DC uh, animated movies. He'd, he'll play characters Plus, and stuff. he's got a cool fucking name. He does. But shouldn't he, Don't couldn't you see him being in uh, a goddamn Marvel movie? Like the way Owen oh, Wilson's yeah. in the new Loki show or something? Yeah. Get him in one. Yes. God. True romance? Motherfucker. He's great. Oh. Yeah, True Romance was one of my like VHSs as yeah when we first uh, yeah so a lot of that True Romance is my Boondock Saints. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, God, he's in a lot of really great stuff. Uh, he's in like huge movies too. Nymphomaniac. That was like a weird. Uh, uh, what do you the call wizard? It? The wizard. Uh, he plays Nintendo. He plays the original Nintendo console on the big screen. Not too many also, people get to do that. He's a voice in damn near twenty episodes of Robot Chicken. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, right. I think he's so good. We should ah. do. We could do. We could do a Christian Slater fun, fun size. Thing. It would not be hard. Um, I mean, I might be hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, oh, Broken Arrow, also very good. Now, number two, yes. go ahead. Howie Long. Okay. Number two, three. Cuffs is two. spelled with a K. Stop. Yes. Cuffs is spelled with a K because it's his that. last name. <laughs> and his he's name. a cop. He plays George Cuffs. Oh. Who who wrote this? Oh, my God. Who wrote also, this fucking movie? Bruce I Evans. completely forgot about this movie that I had written down, and we haven't mentioned once, and I have to mention it before we get out of here. Yeah, on my honorable mentions. Go ahead. Minute work. Yeah, minute works on the list. That's one that doesn't resonate with me at all. I don't even think I've seen oh. it, but people. Love oh, I it. I just thought it was hilarious and had it on yeah. VHS and watched Emilio Estevez, Charlie so the, Sheen, the guy that wrote the guy that wrote Cuffs. Mm-hmm. Wrote the movie Starman, where the main character's name is Starman, and he also wrote the movie uh, Jungle <laughs> to Jungle, where the main character's yeah. name is Michael Jungle. <laughs> and the ki- other kid, really? 
Yeah, Jungle. Is his name really Jungle? No, but the listeners don't know that. Uh, His name is Michael Cromwell. Uh, Anyways, but yeah, pretty funny. And he wrote Mr. Brooks. Conan the Barbarian Cromwell. He did write Mr. Brooks where the main character's name is Earl Brooks. So, uh, nice. Okay, so uh, where are we at? Number two. What's your number two? Go. Count us off. Our number two movies. Uh huh. Three, two, one. Tremors. Total Recall. Total. Yeah. I got Total Recall. I took Alpha Brain and now I've got Total Recall. That's it. Come on, Colhagen, you got what you want. Now give these people air. Oh, well, it's funny. Uh, hold on, a Total Recall, uh, days, uh, days of Thunder mix-up, mashup where he's like, mm-hmm. "Come on, Cold Trickle, you've got to win the race for Mellow Yellow." Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, and then the number one. Let's go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go it's, ahead. It's obviously the same. Three, two, one. Gremlins Teenage to Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pa- Gremlins to the new batch. I honest, I'll be honest. I thought I had Gremlins two on my list, and then I kind of jumbled bu- it around. So I guess we'd call it a tie with Back to the Future three. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad that you're putting Gremlins two it's up great. that high. It's great. And I think it's very good. I didn't watch it until a year and a half ago with you, but I love it. Yeah, I know. And that probably makes me like it better. I haven't seen Pump Up the Volume in 15, maybe 12 years. Maybe 10 years. I, yeah. yeah. Pump Up the Volume. No effects. Pump Up the Volume told me about Leonard Cohen and the Beastie Boys. I lo- And th- to this day, I listen to both of those weekly. So it's like it's crazy it- to think that it didn't, that it wouldn't be unpopular. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a wholesome like teen rebellion story too. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's like Footloose but with music. And it's not all that wholesome. There's the whole part where he pretends to jack off, and he's like, he's doing like, and like yeah. he's like, oh, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come. It's I, like he's podcasting. He's doing mm-hmm. what we're doing, but to more listeners. <laughs> yeah. I would kill to ha- talk hard. Hard, hard on Harry, whatever his fucking name was. He was great. Talk hard. That was his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Talk hard. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number one. Love it. I think it's great. I rewatch it. It's, it holds up. It's very good. It's wonderful. Uh, we did the fun size on it. One of the best comic book movies of all time. One of the best so indie movies weird. of all time. So we've done fun sizes about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, mm-hmm. Back to the Future, the series, which came out this year, Gremlins 2, the movie, and I think we did Home a Home Alone. Alone. So we, we did. did like fun sizes about a lot of this shit. Yeah. Low key, no idea that uh, 1990 was this good of a year. Also, yeah. I watched the shit out of Mr. Destiny. Oh, yeah. Is that the baseball one? Uh, There's a baseball theme no, to it. No, I'm thinking it. of Mr. Baseball. Mr. Destiny is the one with Jim Belushi. Belushi. Uh, yes. And Linda Hamilton. He, yeah. Wishes Michael. He asks Michael Caine, yep. uh, who's an angel or something, to change the game-winning home run, and it completely changes his life. And he winds up uh, rich and the boss. Do you know that movie with him that's called Taking Care of Business? Baseball. 
Do you remember the movie that he's in called Taking Care of Business? I don't think so. It That's came the one out when in, he's a cop and he has a dog. Well, buddy, you should. It's on this list. It's called, it came out in 1990, apparently. Uh, oh. A convicted car thief and diehard Chicago Cubs fan, Jim Dworsky, wins oh. tickets to the World Series. Unfortunately, he still has a couple days left to serve in prison, and the warden won't let him out. Who's the other guy in that movie? Um, Beethoven. Charles, Charles Groban. Yeah. But anyways, do you know who wrote Taking Care of Business? Judd Apatow. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow. So weird. I would have rather watched Taking Care of Business than Rise of Skywalker. I swear to God. <laughs> if they just pretended, take, if I would have walked into the theater and Taking Care of Business would have played instead of Rise of Skywalker, I'd be like, well, that makes as much sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, My favorite part of Rise of Skywalker is uh, when they go to Exegol and remove the plug from the bottom of it and it all drains. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I think my favorite part is probably the when cork. they're fighting on. It's when they're fighting on icicle, also, <laughs> and it's. Ugh, God, what a bad movie. Uh, but we talked about a lot. I of heard good the ones book. I heard the book helps it out. It was written by the guy that wrote Batman v Superman. <laughs> Fucked from the jump. Well, anyways, uh, where can the listeners find you, bud? Find me at Reemcore. R E A M. K-O-R-E. That's right. Find me at P-A-T-R-I-C-H-S-T-A-E, Patrick A-C-E.com for whatever. Yeah. Uh, thanks to all the listeners. If you want to go. Show dates. Show dates, yeah. Tour every, dates. Every Monday and Thursday. Well, I talking I, about the dates of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every, yeah. if you go to PatrickAce.com, you can find every episode of the podcast there when they drop. Um, Hey, fuck it. Go to the nostalgicfront.com. We got a website. Nobody knows about it, but it's there. We had 12 visitors in 2019. Yeah. Uh, tell your friends. Get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us $5. If you got a little shit laying around, you want to uh, mail it to us, send us a DM. We'll get you the address. Uh, be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.